Two social workers on a mission to change the narrative. Elenio Baby's podcast seeks to empower others in making changes to maintain their physical, emotional, and mental health. This podcast is about becoming the best version of ourselves. I hope you feel inspired. Join Bria Spencer and Fadia Jean-Pierre bi-weekly as they initiate conversations about mental health, fitness, and travel. Share this with someone who needs it. Follow us on Instagram at millennial underscore babes underscore podcast. And let's continue the conversation. Hey guys, welcome to the Millennial Babes podcast. We are excited. Um, We had an amazing last episode, the switch with our panelists. Thank, shout out to them. Our last episode, we learned so much and we realized that coming together, we are creating a space to really just collectively heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our topic today is collective healing. Um, when you look at collective healing, one thing, the switch episode that we did with our amazing panelists, it made us realize that when we're healing on our journey, we need to do it collectively. We need a community because with you, as we started this podcast during the pandemic, We've been using each other as a way to help yes. us to heal because when you're going through something and I'm going through something, we talk to each other and we're like, oh my God, like we're in alignment. And, you know, I am depending on the situation of the day, I'm able to say something that support you. Like, yes, I need to hear this. I need to hear mm-hmm. this statement. I need to hear this to help me, to motivate me, to re-encourage me to keep going whenever I'm dealing with something that I'm struggling or is vice versa with the same thing. So community is definitely helpful. And what we got from our panelists and even with our, you know, um, our special guests who did a poetry is that we often are silent. We, we suffer in silent and our voice stays within and we don't, we are afraid to speak. We are afraid to say what we want to express, right? It's hard because of the unknown, because we're uncomfortable, it's discomfort. We don't wanna hurt other people's feelings. We don't wanna lose relationship. And so therefore we quiet a voice a lot. Yeah, and even through that, when we silence ourselves, we we also kind of lose who our true authentic self is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, trying to find a way back to that and there's going to be situations that pushes us really to come face to face with these parts of ourselves that we keep hidden or we suppress. Mm-hmm. And it's so important that during this time, especially you know throughout the pandemic, and here we are a year later, just sitting back and reflecting that, wow, like there was definitely parts that made me realize for myself that I was like, okay, well, I was holding back out of fear of what someone else might react Mm -hmm. and learning that I am only in control of my actions and I am not in control of someone else's um, actions because at the end of the day, that's just who they are. Mm -hmm. And you know, what can you lose? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree because something I've come to realize and learn is that we all are dealing with fragmented pieces of us and we react to to those pieces. And basically what it is, is that you I carry past past traumas right we carry past traumas that continue with us that follow us in our present moment and going into the future and basically our the future self of us is waiting for us to heal from our past trauma one thing I've come to realize is that 
understanding like how those things has influenced how I react to mm-hmm. things, how I respond to things. So I could be in a situation I'm feeling triggered and I notice that like I can notice like my heart is being fast or my legs are shaking. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what what's happening and why is this, you know, why am I experiencing this? And it's understanding that my fragmented pieces, I'm stuck in that time in my past. Mm-hmm. And so it's showing up in my future, showing up in my present moment, wherever I'm with, and I need to go back and say, okay, why am I affected by this? Why is this bothering me? Why am I triggered by this? And then realizing like, oh, something happened when I was younger or as I was growing up that is bringing, um, bringing, that's triggering me, those those unhealed emotion. I have wounds that I need to heal. And that's what I've been able to do collectively with wonderful individuals that I've met and people that have been in my life that has shown me those pieces that has like awakened that part of me yeah. and say like, okay, you need to deal with that. Yeah, that's amazing that, to be able to get to that point where you're able to realize your own self and have that sense of self. And that's where the journey begins, mm-hmm. the journey of healing begins. Mm-hmm. And also knowing that it is okay to like lean on others as well. I know for me, like just sitting here realizing like last year, it's been a year, so a year around this time when my dad was really getting sick. Mm-hmm. And um, next weekend is actually his birthday. Ooh. So the 29th is his birthday. And I remember talking to him and wishing him a happy birthday. And then he went into the hospital, I think like April 3rd, and then he had passed away April 10th. So now it's like the one year anniversaries are coming up. And I'm just like, how did this happen? Like a year went by so fast. And just within that year, like things were going on, like, you know, with like my marriage and my relationship with that. And so that was just something really hard to deal with and also learning more about myself and like my own traumas and so I have I've come to the decision that like my dad's passing amplified everything Mm. in my life okay um but it also triggered my journey to like my inner healing okay and forcing me to be able to heal on others Mm. and be able to use my community but also use the voice that I have within me to share like my own experiences. And it's just, it's just weird how everything just connects with each other. And it goes back to like, okay, you can't only heal by yourself. You have to be able to use your resources, your community, if it's you, mm-hmm. like family members or therapy, or even diving into your creativity and the connections through that. Mm-hmm. Those who become mm-hmm. your community exactly. and they help you to heal all mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And, and it's interesting you said that, like your dad passing, like awakened that part of you to start mm-hmm. working on your healing journey. And for me, it's like, I think it started with my mom, but I never realized it until like almost, it's about to be, about to be two years ago, two years now. And I realized like there's things that I need to deal with and Mm -hmm. when I go back in time I'm like I was growing up in a household where our families 
didn't have the skills, didn't have yeah. the tools, or they try to figure it out. They dealt with it the best way they knew how. And so, because I, I wasn't learning it from them. So my way of dealing with things was to reach out, was to like go within. Mm-hmm. And so by going within, I became silent through everything, not expressing how I feel, not using my voice. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, hoping people can read my mind and and stop and I'm like I wouldn't treat you this way don't treat me yeah. this way I wouldn't say this don't say this and so I internalize a lot of things or I have my own perception so like someone I can have a conversation with someone I'm like well this is what I think this is what I think is going on this is what I feel is yeah. going on but it but and then I can kind of go I guess hold on to that mm-hmm. however I don't talk to the other person I don't address and say like hey this is what I'm feeling this is yeah. what I'm experiencing can we kind of like talk about it to make sure like I know like that's not what it yeah. is because if we don't then I'm operating based on the perception that I have yeah and so I behave in that way my actions in that way so like we have to heal and understand our community like what's going on and like it's basically understanding like other people's triggers and not and to do things to not trigger them and also yeah. they need to know ours too yeah and that that aligns with going back to what I said about holding back and silencing our own voice out of the fear of how the other person might perceive what you're saying or what their reaction might be mm-hmm. and so it goes back to like the fear of it's the fear of like rejection or the fear of not being accepted yeah and you have to sit with yourself like okay well, but where is that coming from and I know for me what I've learned is that growing up, you know, there were certain, when, when it came to expressing how I felt, I was shut down. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I've learned how it has played a part in like, like my relationships where I would feel like, no, I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to say anything or I would hold on and then get to a point where I'll have a huge outburst and okay. it's not healthy and it's not healthy. It's not. And so I've learned that it is okay to express how you're feeling and, and communicate that and whatever response that you, that I've got back that it's okay like you just like you just deal with it yeah it has nothing I'm still, to do with you personally yeah exactly and I know like for me I still struggle with that sometimes like being able to communicate and express how I feel and so yeah. you just kind of like hold it in and I'm like because I'm usually the type of person where it's like after a while it doesn't bother me anymore and so if it doesn't bother me I just kind of like it is what it is yeah I, I just move on from it but I guess even though it doesn't bother me but because of whatever the situation is I'm acting according to that so I go by energy, like yes, I, I pick up on that, and like if, exactly. If this is the energy I'm getting, then this is I'm gonna act accordingly. To yeah, it. I match energy because because my thing is I'm gonna protect myself. Yeah, and I you know I come first regardless of the situation and wherever it is. Um, but understanding that, but for me, what is helping me understand is that there are fragments. My fragmented self show up in certain places, and I need to sit back and say, okay what's going on yeah like how do I fix this this behavior how do I fix this how do I yeah. this emotion so that it doesn't continue to show up and affect like relationships I'm having with anyone yeah yeah because it it shows up like no matter what mm-hmm. wherever you are in your life it'll show up and it showed up for it showed up for me in my marriage 
it definitely did. Um, and now I'm, I'm learning to just be able to sit and listen and try to absorb so that I'm able to process mm -hmm. versus like, well, if the person is talking to me and I'm like, have a quick response, like, but no, like, but this is how I feel. But also understanding that it's, it's not just about how I feel, but also understanding, creating a space for the other person to, to express how they are feeling mm -hmm. and, and be able to sit with that mm -hmm. and be okay with mm -hmm. it. Um, it's it's healing all over. <laughs> it's healing all over, and that's what we that's what we need to heal collectively. And I think um, I I run a support group and seeing like how women are coming together and saying like, oh my god, I need the space. We need we need a space where we're not just doing it on our own, and that we are collectively connected with other individuals that are going through you know the same thing that are feel you know going through their feelings say like oh I'm not the only one going through this and I can there's share experience the situation the event may not be the same yeah but the feelings the same things like oh my god I felt the same way yes I experienced this with my mom or I experienced this with my husband or I experienced this with my friends and this is how I feel this way and sometimes it's like feeling the shame yeah shame comes into yeah. it because you're dealing with this and it's like I shouldn't have to and it's like Shame well, out and judgment and judge yes yeah. the judgment it's like we're so worried about being judged by others but i think it's more like judging ourselves yes because we are our worst self-critics and you know you know what that makes me think about it makes me think about my mom mm. it makes me think about my mom in the sense of like as i am understanding my trauma what i've been through mm -hmm. and healing through it and it's helping me have a better understanding when I look at her life and reflect on our relationship. Like she had her own fragments. Yeah. <laughs> she had her own thing she was dealing with. And she had probably did not have a community or maybe did not know how to heal from those wounds. Yeah. One thing I remember that was really hurtful with us was that when I used to ask her, like, I want to meet my dad. Mm -hmm. I want to know my dad is. And she would get so angry. Like, mm -hmm. why do you want to meet him? why do you, you know like he's not here so but I could as a young child like as a young adolescent I could not understand yeah like I'm like he's my dad why can't I meet him why can't I know who he is yeah I you know I don't I just want to know even a photo uh, a photo like can I just see right mm -hmm. when you hear people says say that oh you look like your dad you look like this so you kind of you're curious so I could never understand but now as I'm looking at it and trying to have a relationship with my father now which is showing up it's like oh i'm getting to understand you couldn't deal with your pain yes. whatever happens between you and him that pain was so grand and she was probably feeling shame and the judgment of like look at this beautiful smart woman mm -hmm. right who has a, who pretty much looked like they have it together and i fell at this part yes and so like, it's like, okay, who can I go to and talk to? How can I heal from this? And probably, and you know, when the Haitian community, therapy is so taboo. Mm -hmm. So she just stuck with that for so many years. And I think for me, I even wrote a portrait about that where like, I call it my father's face. Mm. 
And I felt like I was, every time she looked at me, I was a reminder of the pain. I reminded her every single day. So we a lot, we argue a lot. So all those, so we couldn't heal. So like I inherit how to, the way she dealt with it, which is, was like, I'm not going to talk to you. We're just going to like, we can be in the same room together, live together, but we're just going to be passing each other. And now I'm like, I don't like that. Because I see myself doing it with others, and I don't like that. Because what happened is that I'm asking, like, I care about you, but because we we can't figure out how to move past it, so I'm just like, okay, it is what it is. If yeah. we see each other, we see. If we talk to each other, we talk to each other. Mm-hmm. But I, I still see you, so we're okay. So you're okay. You're fine. Yeah. You're moving. So, 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 so there's two things that I picked up on. So the first thing is that sh- the shame, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like as women, and even men too, we, we, we again, it goes back to just judging ourselves harshly, but we've done the work like, okay, we've gone to school, we, we have our own place, we have a good job, career, mm-hmm. and then when something doesn't go right, yes, and, for, uh, and we appear to the world that, okay, oh, well, we have it together. Mm-hmm. But if this is one part of our life that's not going well, we feel like we're feeling like we feel yes, yes. And I felt that way for my marriage. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, as I know, I failed mm-hmm. because this is something that I've always wanted. I wanted to be married. I wanted to have a family, and not just because you know people say, "Oh, well, people just get married because of the 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 wedding and the big." But they don't understand what marriage is. So, no, I wanted like marriage, that, that commitment, the vow, all of that. And so to go through, you know, the separation and how difficult it was, still is, and healing from that, I felt like, yo, I failed. And didn't even tell people, like, it's like you, and I know. like, you know, no one in the family really, like, my mom that was because it's just like had a beautiful wedding people came to support you know we're only like a few years in so it goes back to like the shame and the judgment or what could I have done differently um but also knowing in that it's okay no it's okay it's, it's, you didn't fail that's what you, it did, is. you didn't you fail. didn't you didn't fail no one fails at a marriage I think for I think for me and you, what I'm noticing, observing is that whatever is going on in our life, like your yours is your marriage, me is relationship, or just myself, you know, wounds that I have. It's like those things are happening, and they're like triggers. They're message. They're messengers yes. that are triggering part of you or things in your life that needs your attention mm-hmm. that you need to address so that's where the fragmented pieces come right like something is broken something is disconnected yeah so we need to put it back together so i need your attention so if we keep avoiding it yeah and we don't talk about it we don't address it it just grew it grew yeah so Definitely. that's how like with you it's like you didn't fail it's just that there's there's something in your marriage that needs your attention and if you're not paying attention to it so like either your your emotions are just like again that goes back to the silence right we're silent yeah. expressing it and it's like okay we get to the point where we're like okay all right this is like enough we need yeah. to, we need to address this we need to deal we need space we need to figure mm-hmm. it out 
but what you're doing is like you're working on it which is i think is, is a thing whereas some people can't and like for me it's like i'm learning to have a healthier relationship not just with myself or others and so you know we're putting the piece the puzzle the pieces yeah. back together and that's how i that's how i'm starting to see how i'm starting to see like myself like it's a huge puzzle mm. and yeah. so there it's like all the pieces are all over the place and so and those are the fragmented parts right but then there's certain places in my life that I started to work on. And so the pieces are coming together. Like, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I, I healed this part. Mm-hmm, and all right, mm-hmm. this part is starting to be healed. But there's a big <laughs> part right here. Yes. That's like, girl, what is going on? And so mm-hmm. there's triggers going off, like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's forcing me to, to really sit and mm-hmm. be able to let go of old beliefs because mm-hmm. i'm I, I will have like aha moments and like oh wow okay maybe i need i do need to start looking at things from a different perspective mm-hmm. and maybe i do need to maybe step back in this area and just you know allow this this create a space of just you know being their authentic self mm-hmm. um and that's how I view like okay when the pieces start to come together that's the collective healing mm-hmm. and then it, it, being able to show up more as like your authentic self mm-hmm. and be, be more mm-hmm. um be more voiceful and not afraid yeah of what you're of what you're expressing and the way it's all come down to is that for me it's I build a wall between my past self and my future self. Mm-hmm. So basically I'm carrying, my past self is carrying all the trauma, all the triggers, all the emotions, yeah. unhealed emotions, wounds that are open. And I'm coming to the present moment with it. Yeah. And so like my, and so with the wall that's between like my past self and future self, is blocking my view from seeing like what can be on the other side, which is like the unknown, what we talk about, like we're afraid of the unknown. So everything that we're going through, we're afraid of the unknown. So it's like, and it's like for me to be able to live the unknown, be this person that I meant to be, have the vision that I want to have, do things that I want to do. And stepping into that journey, I had to like literally go back to my past self and say like, listen, you're done we're done that story yeah. is done that book is closed <laughs> that chapter is closed we need to let it go i need to work through it not saying i'm gonna forget the story yeah. i know i'm gonna you got, tired, you got tired of yourself yeah and then, so now i'm <laughs> like little by little i'm taking it because now i'm opening up to new adventures yeah and it feels good it does i'm i have because the power of no Mm. Listen, I love the word no. No, nope. mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Nope. What did you say? That doesn't sit well with me. So we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. And I think that's good for marriage. Instead of not just in marriage, but friendships, um, from friendships from working with other people, and I feel like it doesn't align mm-hmm. with who I am, where I'm coming from. Or what's really important to me? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> because there's yeah. or, or there's just been too many times where I haven't expressed myself. Mm. Um, because I'm just like, oh well, you know, just 
you don't I don't want to deal with that but brushing it off I'm like I'm not saying you don't fight every battle but there are some little battles where it's okay to be able to step up for yourself mm -hmm. but it's like why can't we fight the battle but I guess that's what a collective healing comes in right because we can't we try to heal on our own we try to fight the battle on our own that, mm -hmm. and it's hard and i think when we have the support of others to say like listen no get up you got it we're gonna work out today we're gonna eat healthy yes listen you said you're gonna do this let's do it right and regardless of the issue it's like don't let that like come between you and like the relationship that you have with this person is meaningful yeah it's important mm -hmm. and i think and i think i i learned and i'm i wished i wish and i, I wish like i was mature and that i and with that level of understanding so when my mom and i was having those issues that i was able to resolve this conflict with her yeah i'm resolving it like um through meditation mm -hmm. however um it's helping me understand other aspects of myself and i'm kind of happy like i'm tackling and and the fragmented part of myself mm -hmm. as i keep challenging and i'm trying to sit with the understanding it, it, it it's a step it's a step yeah. but along the way because I think our pet like talk about your dad awakening that part of you and then my mom's waking that part of me and other things of course yeah it's like helping us see okay all right this we can't continue this way we have to know it's like it's like heal yeah. heal yourself <laughs> um but you gotta take on that journey you gotta mm -hmm. challenge that part of you because um, like for me, I know I'm creating a vision for myself for tomorrow because it's a new vision. Yeah. It's a new way of living. It's a new way of loving. And I'm loving the way I'm loving myself right now. Me too. Me too. Like I just, I just have this vision and I, it just comes to my mind every single day of how I want to be able to spend the rest of my mm -hmm. life, how I want to be able to experience you know, unconditional love, you know, with my, with a partner or even just within myself, my family, friends, and just not, not giving up or not losing myself, mm -hmm. which is so important. Yeah. I'm starting to get myself back. No, I've got myself back. I want to say a year, it's, it took a lot of work on a year of work. It's interesting that you say that because I feel like now that I got myself back, I feel like I have become like a new person. Mm -hmm. Or it's like I'm, it just, it just feels different. Or, or it could be like you're becoming the person that was silent. Yeah. It's like the inner child. Yeah. They were silent and they, so, that, so that energy were to come out. So it's like I can't come out because you're keeping me over here. Yeah. And so now that I'm dealing with the uncomfortableness of this, the discomfort of the things that I'm experiencing and I'm feeling, I can like, it's like a, you're letting go. And as you're yeah. letting go, you're, you're being your true authentic self. Like I feel liberated. Yes. That's how I feel. Yes. yes. Because you're rediscovering who you are mm -hmm. and you're allowing yourself to be. And so as we did the last episode, that's what I was getting, gathering from our panelists and just anyone who was sharing was that we gotta be truthful with ourselves. Yes. The, the truthful with ourselves saying like, okay, I'm done with something. I'm, and it's affecting my relationship with myself, with others, and just my, whatever I'm doing. And so 
and the thought and the thought of like I can't ask for help. Like yeah. asking for help, it's like I'm, sh- I'm I feel shameful that I'm asking for help. I should yeah. have to no because I'm always helping other people. No, listen, you're human. Yeah, we're human. I know I need help sometimes because sometimes yeah. I have to say like, hey, I even have my friends like, listen, I need to wake up in the morning. I've been struggling. Can you give me a little nudge yeah. just to kind of like encourage yeah. me, right? And so sometimes we need those support, and then we need those community, the community that that are saying like, listen, you got this. You got this. You don't have to do this on your own. And it's, it's, you just have, all you have to do is ask for help because no one, like, if I didn't call you and I'm like, no, something is going on. You probably, oh, would, yeah. you probably wouldn't say anything. No. You probably would not say anything. And I'm like, no, like, something is going on. It's okay to ask for help. Yes, it may be, it may be embarrassing or it may be shameful. You're judging yourself, but you can't do it on your own. Yeah. And then that's, I couldn't let you sit on that. Yeah. And that's what I had. I, I learned that I don't have to do everything on my own. I don't have to feel like I have to take on everything by myself. And I never used to like, I never used to like asking for help. It just it's felt like it was just like something like, ooh, it would just hurt. And now I'm just like, no, like if I need it, it's, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm like, I need a moment to like vent or mm-hmm. I... You know, can you take the little one for a few hours? Because <laughs> exactly. You know, I need to decompress. It's like, who can you reach out to? Mm-hmm. Who can you who can you have to, to support you? So, like, if you had to define collective healing for yourself, what would it be? Oh, wow. If I had to define collective healing for myself, it would be to trust the process, even when it's messy and there's dark days, but being able to trust the process, lean on God mm-hmm. to be able to get you through those moments because <laughs> he is the one that orchestrates our lives and he sees it before we do. Yes. Um, and knowing that it's okay to mm-hmm. lean on your support system mm-hmm. and also stay in a place of stillness. Yes. To be able to hear, yeah. Yeah. to be able to hear your thoughts and be able to process and be okay with the feelings that come up with it. Like, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling very sad right now, or like I'm feeling very fearful right now. Where is that coming from? Yeah, you know? yeah. And that starts, that starts the collective healing for me. And how I've been able to just use it for myself and end up finding it. And love. Yes, you gotta have love. Love. No matter matter what. what. Trusting the process, but love, love. You gotta love yourself through through all of the grit and the happiness and the sadness. Definitely. Even in the rough. Yes. hardest difficult days you don't want to get out of bed i love yourself you still gotta love everything yeah you gotta get up and nourish your soul nourish your body nourish your mind it needs it yeah don't let that energy just die don't let it just no you gotta keep waking it up yeah it's a fight it's a struggle Mm -hmm. i think it's like easy for us to be more in the negative than being the positive so it's like why it takes so much work to be positive because you're so we're so like comfortable with being in the negative space and things are going so well so when things it's like 
I shouldn't have to work for something to be good. Like, no, yeah. you have to work for we something have, to be good. Yeah, and it goes back to the switch mindset where we have when you wake up and today's gonna be a good day. Yeah. Today I wake up, my eyes open. Today's gonna be a good day because mm-hmm. that's gonna set the tone and the energy mm-hmm. for that day. It's a new day too. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you gonna tackle it? What can you do differently? Am I reacting so quickly to certain things, and yeah. I need to and I need to process it and respond differently and how my past could be showing up and what's happening currently and deal with it and manage and manage what's going on yeah. so that I don't repeat the same thing over and over and not shut in and shut people out or shut or just shut yourself in yeah. because of whatever is going on mm-hmm. but what about you what how do you define collective I think collective healing for me will have to be um it's connecting back with my mom mm-hmm. and my grandma because I've been doing a lot of like ancestral like med- meditation meditation and and talking to her and 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 getting that reassurance like I'm gonna be okay I I'm not ashamed of your journey yeah because yes you were a single mom for a while I'm not ashamed because you left me a lot of gems that mm-hmm. I can learn from and I can incorporate like I don't want to and I know she worked hard for me not to live the life like she did because she was shameful about it. But I'm like, there's nothing to be ashamed about it. Yeah. And I think also surrounding myself with individuals, people that are like-minded, also like that are like pushing me, that are positive, mm-hmm. that are seeing the good in me, that have good intention. And also like, I like the fact that like, I'm checking on some people. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Even if we're not talking every day, but I'm like, I'm doing a check. Yeah. How you doing? How things I think it's okay. I don't care anymore, like, if they check on me or not. That was something I was struggling with. It's like, okay, I'm doing it and you're not doing it. Yeah. But for me, like, collective is just, I'm surrounded by people that care. I'm surrounded by people that um, enjoy my enjoy my company, who enjoy talking to me, and I enjoy, and I, and it's the same thing vice versa. Just the work that I'm doing is collective. Like, I'm healing from yeah. it, too, even because it's helping me learn about myself so that I'm able to help all this. Yeah. I'm able to provide some type of tool, some type of wisdom or anything, like the lessons I'm learning. But I think mostly it goes back to like my relationship with my mom, collectively healing through that. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it always go back to that for me. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, because like when I envision her and I'm like, okay, what would you say? What would you want me to do? Mm. Right? And seeing like wanting to see her happy and also to like, I'm like, if she knew how to heal her own wounds, things would have been different for her. Because yeah. I think she I think she passed away with so much pain. She couldn't let go of a lot. Because, you know, and, and I think I think that's what hurts me. And I feel saddened by like, and you know, and it's important for me to heal that part of yeah. those wounds so that I can walk into my journey and do the things that I need to do and and be gentle with myself and, ex- and be able to be present, accept things and not hold on to things anymore. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. That's so true. Heal those mother wounds. Mm-hmm. And, and, and right now I'm working on healing my, my father's wounds. Yeah. That's another, that's another topic on another day is how do you heal like that father-daughter relationship? Because I'm dealing with two different dads. I'm dealing with my bio father and my stepfather, those yeah. type of relationship. And they're both are rocky and I want to be able to be in a relationship and they don't that that doesn't show up yeah 
and I don't go back to that. Yeah, that's so important. It's so important to work on, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to being in a relationship, because mm-hmm. those there will be moments where something will come up, and you're like, "Where, where is this coming from?" And it does it stems back to the relationships that you have with your parents or whoever your was your caregiver growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so as you can see, guys, today, like, the topic is, like, collective healing. It's, like, how are you healing collectively? Um, who can you reach out to, to for support? Who can um, you talk to? Like, we can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. And so sometimes we need to, if therapy is not the, the place where you can go, is there someone you can trust? Is there a friend? Is there a group of people you can connect yeah. with that can help you or just to... Here, you know, just to kind of listen and and be able to express how you feel. Because if you don't communicate how you feel, express how you feel, then no one's gonna know there's something going on. Especially even if they don't understand, even if they don't get it, if they even if they're not saying the words you want to hear, yeah. which is okay because not everyone's gonna get it. Mm-hmm. But collectively, you know, healing collectively is really important for us. And um, it could simply be like I found a community where I can get me like essential oils right right like or even just like or even us mm-hmm. like our podcast okay. yes being able to use that as your community you're just listening in and some of the episodes resonates with you and you're able to take away some gems or pieces about how to begin your own journey this is you this is a place where you're able mm-hmm. to get that mm-hmm. and i hope that you know we're, we're, we are able to be able to provide that comfort for you all and I would actually love to hear you know how you all are collectively healing or what what has your healing journey been like and um so definitely leave a comment um on our page on our YouTube page and even on our our Instagram page as well yeah I think for us I think I want to know is like how can we heal collectively together as we're healing together and ourselves like how can we heal collectively um, what are some things you need for you? Um, something that I've been doing, I, I well, actually, we've, I learned it at the Millennial Social Work Conference was using our name oh, <laughs> as yeah. a self-care activity. How can we heal together? Let us know how can we heal collectively and what are some things you would like, um, you would like to know about? What are some things you want to do? What are you doing? Where yeah. are you going? Right. It could just be, it could just be going for a drive and listen to some music and you with your girlfriend just, having a drink or just cooking dinner or something, yeah. just anything. It doesn't have to be like you're talking about your problem or your issue, but it's just being around the things that you enjoy that you like to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like, you know, when we went out, it's like, let's just go out for a drink. Yeah. That's the feeling. <laughs> yeah. Where we get to do something different. Getting out of, getting out of our environment and, you know, trying to recenter ourselves, mm-hmm. just being out, especially just being in the house all the time. You know? Or changing the decorations. Changing the I've been thinking about wanting to change my home, right? <laughs> so it's just like changing one thing. We're doing something differently. Right, so yeah. like, so let's heal as a community. Let's heal together. Let's figure it out. And I think it's beautiful, like when you heal and you're able to manage what's going on with your life and be able to ask for help. Thank you guys so much for joining us and I hope that this episode resonated with you. Please leave us a comment and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, And if you want to be a guest, please send us an email at millennialbabes.com.
podcast at gmail.com and check out our Instagram page and leave us a message, leave us a note and let us know what you would like us to talk about, any topics. And if you want to be a guest, please reach out to us and can't wait to continue to have this conversation with you. Let's heal together. Thank you. Bye everyone.